welcome, my friend, to another episode. Hey, before we get started, I want you to picture this, your best caregiver self. What would it look like? Imagine living your caregiver journey with vitality and joy. It might seem like a distant dream right now, but you know what? It is entirely within your reach. When you craft a personalized path focused on quality care and your well-being, the impossible becomes possible. That's what the Empowerful Caregiver School is all about. You'll receive daily video lessons, a robust journaling workbook packed with practical strategies and reflective questions guiding you towards growth and empowerment as a caregiver. Plus, you'll be part of a supportive community in our private Facebook group and join us for bi-weekly group coaching sessions. Let's rewrite your caregiver story together. Join Empowerful Caregiver School today and start thriving. Click on the link in the show notes or go right out to my website at kathylvan.com forward slash empowerful to learn. Okay, let's jump into today's lesson. Well, welcome to another episode of the Caregiver Cup Podcast. It's Kathy here again. I'm going to start out today by talking about autumn and the fall season and also relate it to caregiving. I promise I will find a way to go ahead and transition it from the autumn leaves to caregiver stress to going ahead and finding joy. That's kind of my path for today's episode. So here it goes. As I was walking this morning with the dogs, my dogs' names are Cooper and Daisy. They're Labradors. They're, what, seven and eight years old. I took in all the fall colors as we were walking this morning. Soon the leaves will be gone here in Wisconsin. But I love my yard this time of the year. I have beautiful red maple trees. They're about 20 years old. And when we originally planted them here, we just needed this, the shade in the summertime. And we love to have, you know, the, the beauty of trees in our yard. And we actually have seven red maple trees. This time of the year right now, they're a bright red, rusty color. And they're just gorgeous. When the sun hits them, you kind of see different colors in them. And it just makes you stop and appreciate how beautiful the colors are. But soon it'll be time for them to go ahead and go dormant for the year. And as a matter of fact, the leaves are slowly dropping off the tree. And every so often you look outside and it looks like it's snowing red out there. And so you kind of get, you kind of have this bittersweet love with the tree itself because first of all, it's just a great shade tree and it it protects a lot of us from the, the winds and so on. And then it provides so much beauty, but then it provides so much work <laughs> to go ahead and rake up the leaves at the end of the season. And then all you see throughout the winter months are these branches that kind of flow in the wind. So the leaves remind me a little bit of overwhelm, the overwhelm you have or the overwhelm we have as caregivers. Some days the overwhelm isn't bad and it may, and it isn't bad and may not even, you may not even recognize it. 
I want to shout out to Anne, who was in my masterclass training today, and I'm taping this on a Saturday, so Anne was in the masterclass on this past Saturday, when she said, caregivers may not even know they are in overwhelm. They have may have been in overwhelm so long that they don't even recognize it's overwhelm anymore. And I thought, oh my God, that's a really good point. You become so used to the stresses and the pressures and the extra responsibilities that you just accept it and you just keep going on with your life. But my question is, are you accepting the stresses, the extra tasks, the things uh, coming at you and letting go of other things? One of the biggest mistakes I see other caregivers make is filling up their their days with everything that they need to do. And I'm guilty of it as well. Doctor's appointments, errands, you have to those extra tasks that you have to take care of your loved one with. Maybe it's making a meal, maybe it's helping change a bandage, whatever your caregiving task is. You also fill up your, your day with work, household jobs, and I could go on and on and on. And then you put yourselves last or caregivers put themselves last. Or the other mistake is that you have feelings, you have triggers, you have things that bubble up. And most caregivers, what they do is they ignore them. They hope that they're going to go away. You might say things like, tomorrow will be better. Or once he gets through this, we'll be fine. By not putting ourselves first, what happens? Usually we become burnt out, exhausted, and you are miserable. You are this beautiful tree and then the leaves are falling off. See, I told you I was going to relate it somehow. (laughs) But yeah, joking aside, you're burnt out. You're exhausted. You, You just don't feel like you can even function on some days and your leaves are falling out. It's important to recognize your triggers, those things that are just not you, those things that are happening that you're stressing out over that you would have never stressed out over in the past, or a comment that you made without a filter, whatever they are. Are you emotional more than normal? Maybe you ask yourself that. What are the thing, What are the emotions that are bubbling up? Ask yourself, why are they bubbling up? Why am I feeling this way? Why am I thinking this way? Are you forgetting things? Are you not yourself? How is your work performance? Are you missing deadlines? Are you having to call in sick more than normal? These are all triggers. Are you feeling sick yourself? Maybe you have body aches. Maybe you're just not yourself. Maybe you're catching things more than you normally have. I, I, when I got to that point, I started having stomach issues and digestive issues. Are you sleeping? Are you sleeping too much? Are you waking up in the middle of the night? Are you not able to sleep? What are your eating habits like? Are you stress eating? Are you not eating? Are you eating junk food just because either you don't have time or that's just what you're doing? Or are you becoming more dependent on things like alcohol, drugs, sugar, caffeine? Pay attention to maybe pain reliever pills or extra Tylenol or Advil. What's happening there? These are all signs that you shouldn't ignore. As a matter of fact, you should stop and take some time to reflect on it. Really think about it. 
then look for ways to ease your work. Once you reflect on it, really finding a nook or a cranny or a cranny, a nook or a place to go ahead and think about it, grab a journal, think about what's been happening over the last week or the last month that has taken you to this place. Because once you can do that, then you can really look at ways to ease your schedule, ease your stresses, ways to make things easier. Can you ask for help? Can you get rid of some things on your plate that you you don't want to? Maybe you put them off because you just can't do it. I'll give you an example. Maybe it's decorating for the holidays. Maybe you don't go ahead and do all of that stuff coming up that you normally did. You can't do everything. As a matter of fact, when you are thinking about how you list out, I'm envisioning like a notebook page. You're listing out all of the things that are you're struggling with over the last week, emotional, physical, things that you made errors on, things that were said, whatever it would be. And then the next page, you start saying, what can I do to make this week easier? What might I be able to do? I know we don't like to ask for help. As women, we tend to not ask for help. So, but what could somebody help with? Is there a family member that could help you with the lawn work or raking those beautiful red leaves? Is there is there things in the house that maybe you could go ahead and ask for help with? You know, maybe your cleaning is one of the things that just totally stresses you out. Think about, I, I, I'm going to use the word outsourcing. Think about what things you could make more efficient. And I've talked about this in, in the past, but in past episodes, but I want to bring it back up again. Is there a meal delivery service that you could utilize or making meals easier? Maybe you do more crock pot meals or instead of grocery shopping, you order pickup. Or can I have the prescriptions automated and I pick them up each and every month and not have to worry about filling the script every month? Whatever it would be, you got to think outside of the box. What can you do? It may be even having a conversation if you work as well or you run a business as well. What can I do to be more efficient? What can I do to go ahead and sustain what I'm doing? And maybe the word is sustainability. What can I do to to sustain the current rate that I'm going so that I don't burn out? What could I potentially do? Yeah, it may be asking a coworker to take some something extra on for you, or it may be having a discussion with your boss to say, is there any efficiencies here that we could look at? Then where can you add time for yourself? Because once you figure out some efficiencies, the big thing for you is to find some time for yourself. If you are eye rolling right now, I'm I'm really, really looking straight through this podcast mic at your eyes and saying, you need time for yourself, whether that be 15 minutes in the morning, a lunch break during the day, a cat nap in the afternoon, or a day off altogether and going ahead and spending time by yourself and just recharging. You have to shift the way you think especially during this time. Don't think a, I'm trying to think of an example. Don't think a a high-performing 
leader of a company that has taken on a huge role at a company doesn't find time for themselves. As a matter of fact, if you look at most CEOs' schedules, if you are a CEO of a company, most CEOs have their own personal trainer. They make sure that their executive assistant blocks their calendar so that they're not overbooked. They make sure that they have time away. And if you pay attention to most CEOs, they plan vacations. So when you think of caregiving, you need to think like a CEO, because if you're running your caregiver job or you're running your whole entire job here and your all your roles that you're juggling, you need to take time away. You need to go ahead and figure out how you recharge. Think of your health as a pie. And this is a terrible example because pies are not healthy, but think about it as this piece of pie. And you went ahead and drew an X or a cross in the pie and you made four equal pieces of the pie. This is your health, four equal pieces of the pie. One quarter of the pie is your physical well-being and that's your physical well-being. And that's 25% of your total health, your sleep, what you eat, your activities, your physical health. How are you taking care of yourself? I could go as far as, are you going in for your doctor's appointments, your mammograms, your dental appointments, your vision appointments? That's your physical well-being. And then another quarter of the pie is your emotional health, your feelings, your thoughts, your mental well-being, and really focusing on your mental well-being. Are you meditating? Are you resting your brain? Are you giving yourself time to recharge in your head so that your emotions are not always just coming out? You want to really dissect the way you feel and the way you're thinking and recognizing if there is something that you need to take a break from. Another quarter of the pie is your spiritual self. Whether you are religious or non-religious, there's a spiritual side. Your beliefs and your thoughts and your gratitude and your happiness and your joy, your spiritual side of well-being and how important that is and being able to feed that side so that when you are able to go ahead and embrace things, you're embracing them with gratitude and you're embracing them with joy, that sort of thing. And then the other quarter is your social side, your relationship side, your sense of belonging side. That's your family, your friends, your community, your your relationship with your loved one, that side of it as well. Now, the ideal world would have all four of these rated at A pluses or the best of the best. Reality is, in our caregiving space, it's not going to be the most magical time and all four of those quadrants aren't going to be excelling all at the same time. It's a work in progress. But when you're sitting there thinking through all of your, your, think about your last week, hopefully you think about what's, what are my stressors? What are the leaves falling from the trees telling me? And after you think about that, also think about your overall health. 
What what do I look like physically and feel like physically? What does my emotional health look like? Am I am I happy and joyful? Am I getting out and socializing at all and talking to other people? Or am I staying and feeling lonely and sad all the time? It's so important. This is why I think that and I'm actually working on this. I'm, I'm actually giving a, a free masterclass. I did two last week, and I, I did one yesterday, and I'm doing one more free masterclass um, called the, the Three Shifts to Take Control of Your Caregiver Stress. And this is the first step in my mass in my training that I want to do for you. So if you are free tomorrow at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, you all you need to do is go to kathylvan.com forward slash free masterclass. If you can't make it, still go out to kathylvan.com forward slash free masterclass because I'll send you the replay of the session so that you can listen to it. Because If you can understand where you are in your overwhelm at that point, then you can start trying different things. These are the shifts that you can try. And then eventually you can see and test if these shifts are working because the ultimate goal would be for you to go ahead and sit down with yourself and personally assess where you're at physically, emotionally, spiritually, socially, caregiver stress-wise, caregiver burnout-wise, caregiver fatigue-wise. And then once you do that, you can then make transitions and, and transform and change a little bit or figure out how to make this journey a little bit better. Because the ultimate goal here is you have to take care of yourself. You have a loved one that is depending on you. But if you are not well, if you are struggling and you are miserable, it brings everything down. You want to be able to be the best caregiver for your loved one and be present and have quality time and and be logical in your thinking and your thought process. Because when you look back at this, whether it's six months from now or a year from now, or five years from now, you want to be able to be proud of what you did during this time. You also want to see what things you really stuck your neck out and did for yourself because you you want to be there for your loved one. And being present with your loved ones means that you're going to have to find ways to reduce that stress. Okay, I'm going to get off my soapbox and go back and watch the leaves fall off the tree. And I'm going to look at it as what a beautiful tree and the leaves falling down are just blessings and it's magical. And Mother Nature gives us a a beautiful sign this time of the year with the fall colors and the, the burnt red beautiful leaves that I see out there. So I'm going to embrace the season and smile and take this as a positive win today. So you have a good rest of the day. Love you. And we will talk to you again on Thursday. Bye for now.